Previously, on Realms and Nerds, The Vasanoka Adventures. As Raven and Prol are leaving the stable and walking up the alleyway, they see this small gnome. I'm Tilby. I'm the, the town tinker. Been what? working with the mayor. Yeah, been helping with that there dam. Harm me. Is it now a good time? What is it, Tilby? There's some visitors here. They, they wanted to talk to you. Why has the dam been built? all the way across the river. It's inefficient when you only have a mill or a dam on this side. But you do realize there's other people around that have lived here longer that also use the river beyond you, right? The water sprites. They've never come and talked to me on this matter. Blocking up the fish will not be the answer. And if you come to a uh, understanding with the water sprites, maybe they can help you bring the fish back. See if we can set up a an arrangement with these sprites. Cole's gonna go into town and top off the supplies, I guess. Lou's going to the bar. Ben is actually gonna spend some time fishing with Silver. Raven and Tilby take off. Why did you bring that gnome here? Oh, he wants to talk to you. Wants to come to some kind of compromise. So you're saying that this builder somehow will be able to change the mayor's mind, even though we've already talked to him, and he has done nothing. Wait, 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 you've talked to the mayor. We've talked to that there gnome. The mayor is not the one killing us. Suddenly there's a disturbance on the other bank. Out comes this big reddish-brown bear. You kind of see it just fixate on Raven. This is something dark. I think that we better go. The sprites' forms fall away. Raven turns and is trying to trudge up out of the water. This bear comes and clips Raven in the back. I'm gonna draw the root sword. She feels a small hand touch her on the leg and she's put under dominate person. The bear reels back and then she hears Tilby say, That's enough, boy! And it sits down. Tilby then looks right at Raven and says, Go put your head in that there water for a little while. She puts her head in the water. After a few moments, her body becomes weak and falls in. Raven awakes, coughing up water. She finds herself not where she would have expected. Um, she's quite a bit of a ways off the river, probably 30, 40 yards or so, propped up against a tree, and beside her is a somewhat familiar face, this gnome named Tilby. Raven sees Tilby standing beside her as she's coughing up this water. Oh, it's good to see you're awake, lass. Real quick, could I have you roll a wisdom saving throw? Ooh, that's not going to be a good one. Yeah, that's a ten. Okay, so real quickly, I'm going to tell you what exactly it is that Raven remembers. Tilby did cast a spell on Raven that is called Brainwash that essentially 
the entirety of the time leading up to and after your having been fallen under dominate person, your memories can be fuzzied and altered, either to forget completely or to have any altered remembrance of what did happen. So with your 10 and the effects of the spell, what Raven remembers is coming up to the river, entering the banks, and finding herself pinned down in the water with a sprite in her face, saying something along the lines of there being evil here. And then she remembers water splashing all around her, and then she woke up next to this tree. Lass, are, are you with me? Sylvie, where am I? Oh, you're safe, dear. Uh, just a little ways off the river. Those sprites are nasty. I told you so. I guess we didn't. Uh, I, I guess... Can, can we just... Can we just go back to the town now? Indeed, indeed. Um, let me see here. Tilby's going to uh, reach down and uh, take off one of his shoes that has this large spring in it and kind of uh, does a little bit of tinkering and then pops up this short stick that um, Raven can use to kind of balance uh, herself and, and, and steady herself as she walks. Here you go, lass. Uh, let's get back to town. It's going to be dark very soon here. Raven and Tilby turn their backs to the river and start the somewhat long journey back to town. At this time, we will cut to Ben, uh, who went out fishing with uh, Silver. Um, so this is shortly before um, Raven and Tilby left that they went out, or around the same time that we will be cutting back to. So... Ben and Silver headed out of the hotel and down to the edge of the river, or the edge of town and, and down the riverbank, correct? Uh, yeah, basically just down to the riverbank. Were you, were you going upstream or downstream? Um, remind me, okay, where, what part of town is the dam that they're building at? The dam would be upstream. Upstream. So the water isn't really affected on this side of the dam, right? No, it would be because it's the dam isn't completely built yet. And That's true. Fat. I mean, it's it's um, being it's it's in progress. Um, I guess I would go upstream, closer to where the dam is, because that's when when the fish get through, they're only going to be in like one little. It's like it's like when I go to Rockford and I watch fish all the people all, all fishing out there in the dam right after where it all pours into. Mm-hmm. So kind of that kind of vibe because apparently it's a good fishing spot. Alrighty. Um, as you guys leave town, Silver says to Ben. Hey, hey, man, um, so, you said we're gonna go fishing, right? Yep. You, are you a good fisher? Do you like to fish? I actually do. It's, uh, it's a hobby I picked up on my days aboard a ship at sea. Whoa, you were, like, out on the ocean? Of course. What do you think? And he changes his appearance to Gwendolyn. This form comes from, and then changes appearance back. Oh, so it's like a it's like a maritime kind of like get up. Yeah, I suppose yes, sure. Interesting. Well, that's that's you're a cool guy, man. You know, I've never I've never met anyone that's well, I've never really met many people, but I've never met anyone that's like. No wonder thinks Bugs cool. Been at sea before. <laughs> oh, the sea is 
it's wonderful. There's it's just the freedom of the ocean. You can go anywhere, be your own person. Well, at least when you're in charge of the ship. Were you? Mm, not really, but uh, I made my way up the ranks until we made it to West's Port, where I decided to uh, change my life up, to uh, try a new interest. So you went from being under some ship captain to then being under some king? Yeah, but I thought the king was a just enough ruler with his mind in the right place. You know, the taking care of his people that I thought him fit enough to work on. You said you're from Farland, right? Well, yes, we come from Farland. Yeah, I, I was there a couple years ago. It seems like a nice place. You know? Like, the humans, like, they're busy, though. Like, they're never, they're, like, always, always walking around so quick. Well, it's a port town. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of business to be had there. But if you know the right places in town, you can find nice, quiet spots. I have a nice, quiet spot that I like to fish there, actually, on the coast. As they've been walking, um, little ways... Ben spots a nice little spot that the the riverbank comes down low. There's a, a little bit of a, a more gradual duck into the water. Ah, this looks like a good spot. Let's uh, let's stop here and do a little bit of fishing. Ooh, can I help? Well, absolutely. I've been interested to see exactly how you go about fishing. I get, I think I get the general gist of it, but I think it'd be fun to watch you go at it. I'll just be here, uh, casting my line. Well, let's... let's make a game of it, then. Hmm? What do you mean, make a game of it? We pick a type of fish, and we see who can catch more. Well, do you... do you even know what kind of fish are about in this area, anyway? Well, I don't know what they're called, but I know what they look like. Hmm. Alright. Does Ben know what kind... I feel like this is a role. If Ben knows what kind of fish would be out this way, um, probably a nature check. <laughs> he has no idea. Literally, that was a critical fail. <laughs> I have no I'm gonna catch well, a pigeon. You know what? Uh, what kind of fish are out here? I don't fish this far inland, so you'll have to let me know. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't be able to take you on in this challenge, or at least you'd have the unfair advantage. Well. Let's see here. You want to see how I fish, right? Well, absolutely. Why don't I just... The first type of fish I can will go for that one. Alright, it's a done deal. Silver is going to flap his wings and sprout into the air. And you see him go out over the water and start to circle a little bit. Just over the water. And then all of a sudden you see his wings... Flat behind, go, you know, streamline to his body and just dive bombs into the water. Just like a seagull. <laughs> he uh, goes completely out of sight for a little while. You can kind of see maybe some slight motion in the water and then comes splashing out with a, uh, a small trout. I say top four. That's a nice trout you've caught. Oh, this thing is called a trout? As he kind of tilts his head back to show it. It sure is. Looks like trout is, uh, what we'll be looking for. 
And with that, Ben's gonna start getting his uh, fishing line ready. Silver's going to uh, climb back onto the bank and just crush its head and drop it in the sand. Oh, would you prefer having it cooked before you eat it? I, I'm going to be honest. I kind of imagine you were just gonna eat it right then and there. Oh, I mean, like, I'm not really hungry right now, and like, fish really isn't like my main. I mean, it's all right, like, if I eat some food, you know. That's fair. All right. Uh, well, hmm. let's make a deal because I feel like we shouldn't take more than we need. So let's try not to kill all the fish we catch. Do a little bit of catch and release. But uh, we will keep some because then we can use it, you know, for the travels, for the road ahead. Keep only the biggest one, Zay. All right, and away we go. And I'm all gonna right. start fishing. So let's say they're gonna fish for an hour or so, an hour or two, two hours. However long. He literally could fish all day. All right. Does not care. So let's say they fish for like an hour and a half. Um, let's have, why don't you roll a d6? That's a one. All right. So over the, the next hour and a half as they're fishing, Silver pulls in three more trout, <laughs> and, and in the same time, Ben catches one nice big trout on his line. Right as uh, Silver is kind of seeming to get tired and just comes to take a break on the shore, Ben suddenly has a, a large tug on his line. Uh, could I get a strength check? Boy, this is not my day, boys. I'll give you advantage on it. He's motivated. Probably did even worse. No, I rolled the exact same. <laughs> God uh, has decreed that is your number. That's a nine. Okay, make a dexterity save. Uh, dexterity saving throw, it's going to be 17. As uh, Silver is flying back and lands on the shore, Ben kind of looks over at him right as this line tugs, uh, you know, real hard. Um, and so pulls him forward almost uh, one foot almost completely in the water, um, but is able to steady himself um, and is able to pull this fish in. So they have, how many uh, How many of the fish Silver kept or caught did um, you keep? Um, probably all of them at that point. They didn't catch that as many as been anticipated. Okay, so they have um, five fish. Well, man. Fishing is like hard work. You did that every day out in the open ocean? Well, not every day. Some days we had to plunder. Some days we had to fight gout. Some days we had to... <laughs> you mean scurvy? Scurvy? Yeah, that sounds scurvy. <laughs> we had to... S- we ate we had to fight... Fight off the scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of geriatrics on your boat. <laughs> Does my dad fish with you? That's <laughs> oh, a losing battle there, bud. Some days we have to... <laughs> I can't even anymore. No, I, just leave I, it I, in. It is what it is. <laughs> your boat had an <laughs> epidemic of gout. <laughs> See, that's the thing. You'd think it'd be scurvy, but... Who knew gout would creep on board? Weird situation. <laughs> What is, is it like, like a beast? What is gout? 
Uh, a beast of sorts. <laughs> Explain <laughs> gout a... to me. Explain <laughs> gout to me, RJ. What is gout? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a beast, all right. Well, I, I, I mean... Consult your local Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, I certainly hope I never have to battle no gout monsters or scourge uh, monsters. You or... probably don't. Uh, <laughs> oh, your innocence is refreshing. At times, silver. Thanks, man. Um, should we go, like, look at that dam or something? Sure, why not? I mean, what else are we doing today? Not really much. Ben is gonna start walking over towards the dam with Sulfur to just, like, inspect it. Awesome. So, as they, uh, they kind of pack up the fish, Ben puts them in a bag and adds them to his, ties them on the, the back of his sack, his rub sack. And uh, they start heading further, a little further upstream towards the dam. Which at this time, we will cut to Lou and Kroll. You guys headed back to the slippery... Oh no, you found your way into... Weren't we in a brewery? No. Or no. We went into... You were in the brewery. The brewery, because the slippery... And then we went back to the slippery fish. That's Indeed. right. The brewery for the fine drinks, the slippery fish for the after party. <laughs> So now we come in in media res. Ninety bottles of beer on the wall. <laughs> um, okay, so Lou and Kroll have gone back to the Slippery Fish Inn and have been drinking at the bar um, for a few hours now. When suddenly uh, Lou starts to notice a figure. In the corner at a large round table, he notices that there's been quite a few groups that have come and gone from that table. He's noticed a figure that's just sat there this entire time as cards have been put on the table and dice have been rolled and all assortments of money and golds have been uh, traded. He sees a young drow that is uh, sitting with a cloaked hood and uh, a, a white-gloved hand. It's Mikhail Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> a group of three half-galas get up from the table, and they seem to be somewhat upset as they walk away, leaving um, this figure alone at the table. Um, bartender. Oh, uh, yeah. Excuse me, um, who... Who is that man over there? Oh, here he comes, right? <laughs> you fucking beat me. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna okay. have um, a chat. <laughs> He's one of them rangers. <laughs> <laughs> well, boy, to be completely honest, I'm not quite sure who that little fella over there is. Mm, interesting. Seems to be a traveler in town. I, well, I think I saw him. Came in late, early this morning. Ah, yes, well, thank you for the information. He nods and returns to his work. Kroll, I think I'm going to, uh, go over and strike up a conversation with that gentleman. Hey, do whatever you want. I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy a drink. Call me if you need me, though. Alright, Lou's gonna walk over. Um, good afternoon. My name is Lou Westerian. Uh, it's, uh... Not often that someone is in the tavern longer than me. This drow removes his hood, exposing silver-bleached hair. 
Ah, new friend. Name's Rackle. They call me the, the gamekeeper. Gamekeeper? Oh, I, uh, I travel around learning games, teaching games. It's somewhat of a passion of mine. Do you perhaps create small dungeons with zombies in them? Small? Well, now, kid, that sounds like a good idea. I should get into that business. Well, I can point you in the right direction if you'd like to see an example. Indeed, that could be quite interesting. Um, uh, Kroll! Kroll! Yeah, what's up? Say Bring hello. the map over, Kroll. Yeah, sure, sure. Kroll wanders over with the map. Show this gentleman where we found that chamber with all the gold and the zombies. Oh, yeah. Gold? Yeah, it's kind of like a... Like a prize for winning, you know? And Kroll points on the map where it was, which I actually don't remember where it was. It doesn't <laughs> matter. This is an audio medium. Interesting. You say there's uh, some kind of dungeon here. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it was definitely a game, I think. We just had to kill some zombies and throw their heads in a hole and then they let us out. Yeah, it wasn't all that too hard. I'm not much of a fighter myself, more of a, uh, like I said, I prefer, uh, dealing cards and rolling dice. Uh, not to say that I haven't used a sword or two in my days, but might I introduce you in a game of dice? Uh, sure. Well, now, let me explain to you. It's, it's quite a simple game. You ever seen one of these before? As he pulls up a D12. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Well, you see, this is, in my opinion, the most valuable of dice. Not many games that use this one. That is very true. Now, you see, the game's simple. You put down whatever bet you want on a single number on the die, right? And then the other person puts uh, another bet down, same wager. Or, you know, you could put a larger wager if you, if you felt, uh, felt extra lucky, and you pick a number. We roll the dice twice, and if your number comes up, you win the profits. If your number comes up twice, you gotta pay up twice. Likewise, if you want, you can pick two numbers on the die, and uh, if either of them come up on either of the rolls, you get half the bet. Oh, I'm explaining too much, kid. Why don't you just pick a number? One to twelve. I'll take, uh, I'll take five. Oh, all right. I'll take seven, kid. Uh, what do you say? Five gold pieces? Sounds like a bet. Well, here we go. Dice be rolling. Ooh, a nine. Looks like no winners today. And a three. What do you say, kid? You want to roll two more times? Same numbers? Change up the numbers? Increase the bet? Let's, uh, let's double down. Ten gold pieces on the table? Lou drops five more on the table. Well, I like your style, kid. Ooh, no winners again. Look at that. Ten gold pieces for you, kid. Hey! <laughs> well done, mate. I suppose I'm pretty good at this game. Yeah, what do you say? You want to play again? Oh, I could go for one more round. Same numbers? Hmm. Let's say nine. Well, I'm going to pick 12 and 3. 
we say we start with ten. Hmm. Well, if we're starting with ten, I would take nine and two. Alright. Five. Oh, look at that, nine. Oh, <laughs> you got some good luck there, kid. Another Indeed I do. You. Wait, so I only take half the pot? Yeah, you take half the money you get. Okay. Just took two numbers. All right. Well, this game is, uh... Seems to be paying indeed. out well for you. Indeed. Well, do you, uh... Do you know any other games? Well, sure, kid. I... I reckon I've got a plethora of different games we can play with just this die, or maybe a pack of cards. Oh, right. Well, I think I have a game for you, then. Oh, a new one. It's quite simple. I figure, uh, you know, I'd like to uh, get back to my conversation with my friend. We need to... Uh, begin strategizing about our next moves, but I'd like to give you a chance to win back your money. Intriguing. So you are now, unfortunately, down 15 gold pieces. So here is the wager. We both put in 30, and we each take a d20 here and roll. Lowest number on the roll wins. Straight up. Well, kid... I like your style. Let's go for it. As he uh, pulls a small bag off of his uh, off of his waist and puts it on the table. All right. So low low number wins. I got three. I got a five. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh well, would you look at that? Well, my friend, it was uh, wonderful playing some games with you. Uh, and I'm gonna. Uh, Wave to the wave to the bartender. Do I, I hold up hold up three fingers and then mouth uh, whiskey? The bartender sees your hand, kind of nods, and is somewhat lazily getting some drinks together. Well, I had quite a bit of fun. Uh, let me uh, let me buy let me buy you a drink here. No hard feelings. Oh, not of course. You see, the thing about playing games is that. Sometimes they're in your favor, and sometimes you learn a thing or two. Well, indeed. Uh, I don't mean to pry, but uh, what brings you into the town? Well, I've uh, been traveling all over the continent. Right now, I'm making my way towards uh, the, uh, the city of New Halir. I hear they have uh, quite a store of knowledge there. I, I wonder what I can find of... Yeah, I'm sure you know the region. It's it's quite ancient. Uh, they they have all sorts of of old relics and games that I'm sure have been lost to time. Hmm, interesting. Why so, kid? Forgive me. I do not mean to um, disparage your uh, your profession at all. I just um, I suppose I don't understand how you make much money at this practice of going around and finding new games or lost games or things of that nature. Well, he looks you over and notices some insignias uh, scattered across your clothing and armor, the palm of your sword. I can tell you're uh, 
You're from Farland, right? Probably uh, an envoy of uh, the king at Westport or something along those lines, right? Hmm. Well, yes, I suppose an envoy of sorts. Uh, I am uh, Lou Westarian, the, uh, the prince. Oh! And here I was thinking I was in the backwaters of some Murdoch town. Well, we, I mean, we're just passing through, but, uh... Well, how about I tell you how I make money? And you tell me what your business here is. Uh, sure. Well, first off, money isn't, uh, quite as possessive as you might think. Uh, of course, my culture has, has money, but I spent hundreds of years without ever having to worry about some monetary currency. At, at this point, you see, money is really just the chips for playing games. You don't have any money, you can't play any games. And if you can't play games, then what's the point of living? Interesting. So, uh, when uh, times get tough, if my luck ever gets that bad, I will find work wherever it might uh, suit me. What an interesting existence. Indeed, and of course I've found uh, there are some curators around the continent that uh, feel likewise to me and are willing to pay for my knowledge. Ah, interesting. Of course, the practice of gamekeeping also comes with its fair share of tales and music and all the other sorts of entertainment that... Uh, you know, add spice to life. Hmm. So you are uh, a bard then? Bard, minstrel, gamekeeper, storyteller, whatever you might want to call me. Well, it does seem like you lead quite the uh, fascinating life. Well, I mean, it shares an existence that I am happy with. Indeed, and what more could one ask for in this life? Now, uh, what brings the High Prince of Westport to the middle of Murdoch? Well, um... And uh, right around this time, the barkeeper comes over with uh, two glasses of whiskey. I'll put it on your tab, kid. Ah, perfect, thank you. Alright, slide one across to him. Ah, much obliged. Here's to your health and to uh, the continued finding of lost games. Uh, it's, I don't know if you know much of the alcohol, but stuff around here is quite poor. <laughs> it is uh, certainly not the best I've had. You know, my father actually commissioned a royal brewery. It sits uh, within the walls of the castle, actually. Indeed. I... Well, let's see. Can I make it to that pub? I was in Farland a couple years ago. At Westport was... I was intending it for it to only be a weekend, and it turned into somewhat of a month going from pub to pub. <laughs> that will happen if you're not careful. But uh, anyways, to your question, uh, we are currently endeavoring to uh, solve a local uh, dispute about this dam that's being built. 
Interesting. And that's what the king sent you all the way out here. This isn't his. This can't be his jurisdiction. Well, no. We have uh, other business farther out to the east. Might say we're just passing through, you know. East, eh? Whereabouts you headed? I, I, I assume. Let's see here. Trade relations and all that. Uh, heading to Rome? Well, uh, I mean, isn't everybody? They do say all roads lead to Rome. They do? <laughs> I mean, I've heard it said before. Oh, I, I just assumed they, you know, second largest, you know, uh, shipping port and the area and all that. Besides for Amir, I guess. Yes, I mean, we. I'm sure we'll make a stop there. We have uh, several things that we need to accomplish. You, you, I mean, you know how these diplomatic missions go. There's always, uh, you know, package as many as you can together and all that. Okay. Basically, Raffle understands that that Lewis, you know, like, has a larger mission that is currently being obscured, you know. Well, kid, uh, appreciate the drink and the playing of the games. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'll see you uh, somewhere out east. Oh, per- perhaps you will. Uh, anyways, uh, a good day to you, and, uh, I hope your fortune changes. Uh, yeah. Have a good one, kid. Alright, uh, so we walk away. Alright. Uh, Crow. Hey, what's up? Did he seem a bit too interested in where we were going? That's kind of the vibe I was getting. He seems a little more than curious. It's a good thing you didn't tell him exactly where we were going. I mean, to be completely fair, I don't know exactly where we're going either, but... Oh, don't you worry about that. I know exactly where we're going, and trust me when I say it's not Rome. Like you said, we might make a stop through there, but Rome is not the final destination. Yes, and all roads lead to Rome. What kind of stupid thing? I don't know what I was thinking. It seemed like you were rambling a bit there, bud. You were going off the rails. Well, I'm very drunk. (laughs) Well, maybe we should get back to our friends. We could do that. But <laughs> I did just order a beer tower. That's fair. So let's finish that first and then maybe we'll go back. Sounds like a plan. Let's go. Let us cut back to Ben and Silver who are approaching the dam. Damn. 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 Hmm. Well, I see how it's uh, clearly not finished, as they say. Yeah, there's like a huge hole in the middle. Um, could you actually roll a perception check for me? I can. However, it will not be good. It's a six. Alright. So, what Ben is looking at is right now, you can see on the very ends there's a wood frame that has these stone blocks that have been placed in. And then further out, you can see the frame is built, but there's not rocks there. And then in the middle of the frame isn't quite built yet. And then on the other side, it's kind of the same thing. It's like 
partially, and then just the frame, and then nothing. Yeah, I mean, like, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Well, not yet, but consider when it's all completed, then the water will not go through. Or at least the way that they're building it now. But yes, currently it's not that big a deal, and could easily be... I could see how they could make it so, you know, that water could still flow through. Honestly, Silver, I just... I don't see what all the kerfuffle is. The problem. The issue. Why why people... Why the grievance. Yeah, I don't know what the kerfuffle is either. Um, I'm gonna go look at it. Alright. And, uh, Silver flies off flies around everything, and he comes back and says, Hey, um, come look at this, man. I think that, I think that there's, like, magic in this. In the dam? Yeah, come here. And he kind of, uh, motions and flies over to, down, uh, to the side where, like, the stones are. Um, uh, did you roll an investigation check and an arcana check? Yeah, I can do both. All right. <laughs> you need dice, dude. Uh, oh my god, he just rolled two twos. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Art. <laughs> yeah, uh, Investigation and Arcana are both unnatural ones. Nice. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> well, Sulfur, I'm not sure. What? Ben sees and feels um, he sees that there is indeed on the back side of these stones some sort of etching or scribing or some sort of marking on these stones and what he feels is really just uh, a sense of almost like a placebo like Silver said something felt wrong, and he's like, I don't really feel anything, but he's like, I don't know. Well, Silver, I... I mean, I don't personally notice anything, but I mean, I see what could be etchings on... It might have just been, you know, some other rock or something hidden. You don't feel that, though, man? It's like... No, but I I trust you. It's cold around here. Well, water tends to cool down the temperatures around it. No, not like that, man. I... Listen, I don't... I don't feel anything. Well, let's let's get out of here. Alright. And Silver kind of uh, flies away from this spot a little ways and then kind of stops for Ben to catch up and then they head on their way back towards town. Are you looking for your companions or are you just heading back to the teller room or... Just heading back to... Yeah, just heading back to the hotel room. Okay, so you're just gonna go back to the hotel? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, there wasn't really anything going on. Other okay. than, you know, they're going to the bar and whatever, whatever. As night is falling, Ben and Silver head back to the hotel and up to their rooms, and Ben just kind of sits back and relaxes for the night. Oh, such a long day. <sighs> Yeah, you know, this, uh, never had, like, a bed before. This is kind of nice. It's, like, squishy. 
Oh, yeah, that's a very nice. It's a wonderful invention. I'd like to very much meet the person who invented those. Greetings, all you awesome peeps. Sir Ben's voice actor and choice maker, RJ, here. And welcome to the mid-episode break. It came to my attention after the last episode we released, episode 33 of the Return of Ornon campaign, that my mid-episode break recording for that episode was very long-winded and very, very bad. Shout out to the Vasanoka Adventures DMB for letting me know that. I really do appreciate it. And that being said, this episode's break is going to be better than that. So let's get right into it. If you're liking the episode and the podcast, please share the podcast with anyone and everyone that you think would enjoy it. And if you could, please leave a like or a kind review. It really helps with the show. And as I mentioned in some point in some earlier episodes break, I am going to be reading during breaks the five-star or equivalent reviews during our breaks. Uh, And as far as I can tell, uh, reviews and comments are only available via Apple Podcasts and our hosting site, Podbean. Uh, And as of recording this, there is only one review, and it is a five-star review. So one five-star review on Apple Music, and it reads as follows. Did you see any bright lights? I'm new to this world, but listening to this podcast at work really made my day more enjoyable. Each host brings their own distinctive flair to the narration, and I had a chuckle or two. Subscribe and listen now. So thank you so much, KT and OT, uh, for posting that review. We really appreciate you for listening and for leaving the review. Uh, Don't forget, also, you can find us on social media. We are on Twitter, or X if you prefer, however... I'm probably still just going to call it Twitter, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, and TikTok, and I'm sure a couple others, all of them as Realms Nerds. Thank you so much to our friend Kyle for composing our main theme, and to Justin Mattioli for his rendition of the theme used for the campaign. Thank you to every single one of you for listening to the podcast. We really super duper appreciate you all. And I'd like to make a special shout-out this episode to my buddy Hayden for asking me when, or even if, we were ever going to get a new episode of the podcast out uh, the last time that I saw him. It really helped motivate me to get back into making this episodes and getting them out. Um, So thanks, bud. I really appreciate you. I'll talk to you all again next episode, but until then, stay safe, stay awesome, much love. And I hope you enjoy the rest of episode 14 of the Vasanoka Adventures. And we are going to go back to reality. Oh, there goes Grab. We're going to cut back to Inside the Slippery Fish, where as it grows dark and... More and more people pack in. You see Rapple in the corner stand up and with a classical guitar, with the sound of like, uh, you know, like a, like a Spanish guitar, classical Spanish yeah. guitar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he stands up from, uh, from this curved bench and um, 
throws aside his cloak and stands on top of the round table and says, All right, everyone, everyone of uh, this, where are we, the slippery, slippery fish in? How's everyone doing tonight? This is a stick-up. <laughs> Terrible! <laughs> All right, honey bun. Well, I see, I see some nice laughing drunk faces over there, and fine ladies over there. Uh, it's great to be here, everyone. Anyway, my name's Rackle, and I hope you guys enjoy the music. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> and um, as uh, right before he plays, um, he has a, a small uh, dish that he pulls and puts, or like a, a cup. He had he takes the cup from the table and squishes it to the edge with his foot and then starts playing. And it's mainly just this hypnotic just jazz. <laughs> Let's okay. toss toss a coin. <laughs> Once a humble god. No. It's more like like I said, it's like classical classical Spanish guitar, like just you know, beautiful just instrument instrumentation and he just goes for um hours at a time really so you guys are sitting in there as you have this nice music and everyone in the bar is just tranced out um i have both of you roll a wisdom saving throw oh oh he's a fucking hey a 16 so wisdom saving just straight wisdom saving throw saving throw uh 17 awesome as you guys are um, listening to this music, you both are, you know, like, just sucked into this musical playing um, and are, you know, really feeling it. And in the back of Lou's mind, he's just feeling like the money on his waist is just real heavy and he wants to give it up. But then he's like, Ugh, I'm just drunk and being too generous and pushes the side of thought. And, uh, and Kroll is, is honestly just really not feeling the music too much. I mean, like, he's, he's just not accustomed to this kind of music. Um, what? it's not, what it's not he... like agitating to him, but it's also like, he's like, it's not exactly a, he's stick. not vibing. Oh, it's not okay. bad. It's not like, ugh, I want to get out of here. It's just, and like, it's not moody enough for me. <laughs> uh, can I get an investigation check? Oh. I got eight. Not great. Call us the crazy 88. You got an 8 as well? Yes, sir. Nice. Um, all you really notice is... I say this. You do notice it, but you don't draw any correlation to it of the, the thought you had. Um, you notice that Rackle is making a lot of money tonight. He's a good musician, and he seems to be making a lot of money. And here's why we don't make a correlation. Lou has been drinking since 9 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Because we did, like, two things when we first woke up, and then he started drinking. He probably knows exactly what's happening. It's just not registering. He's seeing it all, and he's just like, I see no problem here. (laughs) He's just a good musician, man. You see here, the temporary lobotomization has been complete, yeah. Not not my cup of tea, but this man sure knows how to make his money. His guitar work is gorgeous. Yeah, I could use a little work. So I don't think it's I don't think it's dark enough personally, but that's his man. I mean, I, I, for the the style, I don't know what else he would be doing. Uh, I don't know, something sadder, something moodier, not this upbeat dancing nonsense. I don't know. 
Not my cup of tea, anyway. Well, I think I'm done drinking for today. I go see where the others went off to. I mean, I understand it's no my alchemical romance, but <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Kroll's not okay. <laughs> so Kroll's actually going to finish his last um, beer, and he's going to actually take off and go look for the others, see what they're up to. All right. It's been a ma- fair amount of time. So Kroll finishes his last drink, and puts it down on the bar, and walks out of the slippery fish onto the road, under the boardwalk, and um, looks around, looks both ways, and then... Crosses the street. (laughs) 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 And then a chicken comes out of nowhere. Chicken! You bastard! (laughs) In his drunken state, can't quite aim his trident, though. (laughs) Stabs his own foot. Um, I, I assume... Heading back towards the hotel? Yeah, he's going to check the hotel first, see if they went back there. And if they're not there, he'll do a once-around town. If he can't find them, he's going to check the places he can think of, essentially. Okay, did Kroll, like, tell Lou he was leaving? Or did yeah, he just... He did. Yeah. No, he told you. Does it matter if Lou's... <laughs> Lou, Lou can't connect A to B, so he doesn't even register if Kroll left. What? Where did... Where, what? Where did... Oh. Okay. Where are the... Where the dragon? Go? Ah, it doesn't matter. I have beer. We are here. Um, yeah. So Krull starts walking back towards the hotel. As he's getting close, he sees two figures entering the town gate at somewhat of a hastened pace, and you see the gatekeeper closing the gate behind them as night has now fallen. And as you get a little closer, you see that it is Raven and Tilby, and uh. Till B yells out, "Oh, is that is that you? That um, what what was it? Crawl, crawl! Is yeah, that you? Tell me, Raven, how are you been? You figure you figure oh, out not, the not good at all. Go get your friends. I gotta go find the doctor. The doctor? What happened? Here, take Raven. I'm gonna go find the doc. Yeah, uh, he he grabs Raven and is like, Raven, what happened? Good and uh, Till B takes me. off. The 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 nymphs. The, yeah. the what are they? Are? They 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 tried to drown me. Well, shit. Guess that's what we get for trying to help them. But I mean, over right here, let's let's go find uh, Ben and uh, Lou. I know where Lou is. We can check for Ben first. And go look at. Are you gonna we go the look hotel? at. Um, yeah, we'll check the hotel first. Are you gonna make Raven climb all up the stairs? To no, the I'll leave. Yes. I'll leave Raven at the bottom, and Kroll will wind his way up there <laughs> wobbly. Um. So as Kroll is um, making his way up the steps. Tilby is running down the street and throws open the doors to the slippery fish. Oh, Taffin! Where you at, good doc? Oh, Tilby, is that you? Oh, yeah, doc, come on! I've, uh, we've got a serious wounded injury, uh, come here! And, uh, you see, uh, a large white-bearded man get up from a bar stool and push through the crowd, stoop all the way down and, and look at Tilby and go, well, what is it, boy? Well, that, 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 um, that, uh, um, uh, <coughs> sorry, you're, you're real intimidating when you're sisterly close <laughs> to me, sir. Um, just come with me, I'll explain on the way. And, um, he pushes out the doors, and, and this doctor, Tapman, follows behind him. I would just like to say, I rolled a wisdom check to see if I have any idea of 
what's going on here? Yes. And the answer is no. Because <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> All right. What? You, sir, are an Lou, Lou does not register that any of this is important to him whatsoever. Beer Tower. <laughs> he barely remembers who Toby is. Beer. And they come out of the bar heading back towards the hotel where Kroll's gone to the top of the steps and pushed open the door to Ben's room. Ben! Ben! Wake up! We need you out. Bring your, bring your old buddy, too. The nymphs atta- have been attacking Raven. What? The nymphs attacked Raven, apparently. Right? And ben already was getting out of bed after he heard him the first time. The what was more of a surprise. Wait, Ben was sleeping? Apparently. Yeah. It's yeah. like 8 o'clock it's at night, dude. Early to bed, early to rise. <laughs> Makes a man. Wish somebody would learn that. So it's not you. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Makes a man healthy, wealthy, and lame. <laughs> Does Ben go with Pearl? Yeah. Are they, they're getting up and leaving? Yep. We're going down. They <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, <laughs> they make their way down the stairs and um, get back to Raven. Right around the time when Tilby is, is walking back with the doctor. Oh, this is her then, Tilby? Oh, yes. Um, Those those nymphs in the water, they, they tried drowning her and her leg got all busted up. Uh, I was thinking maybe you could do something. Wait, the, what, when did this happen? Where did this happen? Why did this happen? Well, um, well, why don't we get her, um, and, uh, he's stuttering as, uh, Taffin reaches down and, um, helps Raven to her feet and, uh, <coughs> puts his arm around her and kind of is honestly holding most of her weight, um, and is able to get her just a little ways down the street so he has a, a shop. Sits her down on a bench. Or on, like, his table. And, um, starts pulling out some different herbs and whatnot. There's a small abrasion on her leg, and he applies some herbs and then is, uh, able to use some magic to heal the rest of the ailments to Raven's leg. As this has all been going on, Tilby has been explaining to both Kroll and Ben that they went to go visit the sprite, the nymphs, like they had said, and they got really agitated and tried to drown her, and he ran into the water and was able to use, like, he shows this little contraption he has that puts out, like, a, he says it puts out a, a burst of energy, and it was able to repel them, and he was able to get Raven out of the water. Can I do, like, an insight check to see if he's omitting anything or if he's being untruthful in any way? Uh, yeah. Because Kroll wasn't there, With so. disadvantage, okay. this is all happening quick. Alright. Come here. Uh, that's an 18. With an 18, Kroll gets the feeling that the story he's being told perhaps is untruthful in certain aspects, like it, like you said, like the details are being omitted, and he's not sure if it's Tilby trying to make himself look like a bigger hero, if it's that something worse actually did happen, and and he's trying to, like, cover his own butt. Or so he's just getting the vibes of not everything being told. Right. He's, like, he's he, not sure what he, it is. He knows that Raven is injured. She said that, you know, the this nymphs attacked her, 
And other than that, he's kind of like, I don't know if everything he sees, it's like a ramble to him. He's like, right. this is, I'm not, I'm not sure what to take of this. All right. And uh, as Taffin is finishing up, oh, uh, well, I think that's it, Lass. Uh, how are you feeling? Like I just almost got drowned. Yes, in, indeed. And, uh, not well. Not well. Well, uh, I really only specialize with healing the body, not the mind. Um, all I can recommend is perhaps a, a good night's rest and a, a clear head tomorrow. Well, it's as uh, good of a prescription as any, I guess. Indeed. Uh, I'm afraid there's nothing, like I said, nothing else I can do for you. And, uh. Um, do I weigh anything? Oh, no, no, of course not. Uh, sorry that all this happened. I, I hear that you're trying to negotiate or something. Well, I was, but I don't think that, uh, it's gonna work right now. Sorry to hear that. I- I'm not sure what it is that you're doing, but, um,. I hope it goes well for you, as he uh, kind of is tidying up the things that he had used, and at this point it's kind of like, all right, we're done, like, get out of, let's, let's leave, you know. Hmm. Okay, so everyone except for Lou is now on the street as um, you are stepping out of Taffin's shop, and he's walking back down the street towards the slippery fish in. All right, Raven, you heard what the doc said, you gotta get some rats, so you go to bed. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Cole's going to lead her back to the hotel and let her go to bed and whatever, and then he's going to pull Ben aside after she's left. Now, Ben, I don't know about this Tilby fella. He wasn't being entirely truthful when he was talking about what happened to Raven. What were you doing today, if I might ask? Fishing. Anything what? else? Yeah, happen- if you were fishing, were you ha- did you happen to be near the dam? Did you- Learn anything? Oh, we went and looked at the dam. Nothing important. Silver thinks it's magical, but I magical. I don't know. I didn't sense anything, but he thinks it's magical. So, did you specify anything about it? Maybe uh, that there might be ruins on the back, but there's also the possibility that it's just chipping in the rocks. Fascinating. Well, thank you for your insight, son. I think it's best if you go back to bed as well. Well, of course. If I don't go to bed soon, I won't be able to get up at a decent time. That's fair. I don't sleep, so I wouldn't know what that's like. Mm, that's fair. Uh, where's Lou, by the way? Oh, he's drinking himself under the table over in the bar. Hasn't <laughs> he been at the bar for almost over 12 hours at this point? Crow puts a hand on Ben's shoulder. Now, are you really surprised at this point? No, but if he stays there much longer, he may drink himself to death. And Ben's gonna <laughs> rush off to go retrieve Lou. So while Ben does that, Kroll's actually gonna... You're going to the bar now? To retrieve Lou. Kroll's gonna... Is the dam outside town, I forget? Is it? I'd have to leave it town. It is outside town. Okay. And they close the gate and whatever. Is there... Kroll's gonna look for another way out of town to go investigate the dam. Well, he's kind of curious now. The obvious way is to um, jump into the river at basically any place and and swim to shore. Let's swim, baby! Curl ain't no scared. Um, he doesn't need to breathe. He can't drown. Where where are you going to choose to get over? Um, Somewhere mostly you, secluded, probably. You're going to like go towards, like all the way kind of towards the gate and then 
to the edge of town. Yeah, the nearest place, um, um, the place nearest to the edge of town that is closest to the dam, so that when I get in the water, it's not like everyone can see me going underneath town or something. Gotcha. All right, so, bad men. Um, okay, so, Ben and Kroll get to the bottom of the stairs and head in opposite directions. Woohoo! Kroll heads towards the gate, and as he's getting close, he kind of shuffles into a side alleyway. Oops, I fell over. <laughs> oh, is it like is it like comedic where like at first they go the opposite way and then they come back and they're like, wait, I'm wait, oops, wait, wait a minute. What? And they go back Sorry, they go the correct way. Sorry, Brad, I, I meant to go that way. Um, Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, Krug slips into a, a side alley and makes his way past an assortment of houses and, and whatnot, finds his way to the edge of town, which... At the edge of the, the boardwalk, the town the town's built on, and there's a railing, but it's nothing, nothing you can't easily jump over. So Kroll jumps into the water, and as he comes up, he's right by the riverbank. He's pretty easily able to swim over to the riverbank. However, as he comes out of the water, he gets really sick to his stomach. Oh, I didn't think that was so possible. I was dead. And indeed, that is the issue. Kroll starts to feel bubbling in his gut, and his insides feel like they are, like, on fire. Um, and all of a sudden, what comes up is an assortment of a shit ton of alcohol and a good bit of food. That This food is has been, like, dissolved into this, like, just soggy, clumpy, like, gel-like mess, and it's been fermented in this alcohol, and, uh... Sounds delicious. (laughs) And he notices that after he throws it up, he feels very relieved. Oh, man. And then he notices that it kind of moves a little bit. He takes his trident out and stabs it, (laughs) because he doesn't like that. And it kind of, like, moves through your trident oh. and like pushes to the don't, side. Don't do that noise again. Ugh. It's Flubber! It, oh God, I created Flubber! He'll be my new pet. Do I need to do an investigation check? As, a, as it pushes kind of to the side out of your trident, you see this eye-like shape. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I've created a monster. Goodbye. Look up at Kroll. And then it just kind of like stares at him. Oh. Um. My name is, but I am your father. It kind of, um, squishes up and down a little bit. You're a very interesting little thing, you are. Uh. Can you move on your own? It kind of. Slides to the side a little bit. Hmm, not so much. Uh, I don't know if I have like jars or anything on me. So it's like it's mushy. It's like it's a clump. Okay. Um. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Kroll's dead. He doesn't care anymore. He's he's gonna. It is a slime. Can we stop? He's gonna try picking it up in his hands. Um, it, it is able to hold its shape enough to be okay. picked up. You're a, hap- you're a happening thing, aren't you, little buddy? You know what? You're going to stick with me. No. We're going to introduce you to Ben. No. 
You two are gonna be bedmates. I'm going to fucking kill Coral. <laughs> Coral's gonna um Burn in one it. hand in one hand he's gonna carry it for now and keep making his way towards the dam. <laughs> right. Who knows? This thing might come in handy. Oh, that's so I love it. Throw it at the enemy, so disgust gross. them so much. That Ugh. distracts them. What the hell is that thing? Maybe it's a god taking form from the innards that were in his undead <laughs> belly. What? I don't fucking know. It's his campaign. <laughs> a god from the innards of his belly? We're going to cut back to Ben, who is running down the street towards the brewery and has made his way to the doors of the Slippery Fish. Uh, Ben is gonna, like... Now, listen. Was Ben's run frantic? Would you consider it frantic? It was hurried. Okay. I wouldn't say frantic. <laughs> so it wasn't like a, uh, um, Three Stooges sort of windmill <laughs> run? No. Okay. Ben is just gonna slam the door open. Hey! Watch it! I'm looking for Prince Lou Astarian. <laughs> Lou, you've literally been here for over 12 hours. You are probably about to drink yourself to death. Come with me this correction, instant. Correction. Uh, 13 and a half. All right. I'm, listen, I'm fine. My record is 37. You, you're coming with me. You do not have the choice in this matter. Um, Lou entirely has the choice in this matter. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> the one time it matters. Shucky darn! <laughs> um, no, that's a good, no, that's a good oh, thing. Okay. As, as Ben has pushed through this crowd to, um, talk to Lou at the bar, the, the mass of people have kind of filled back in around you guys, and as Ben is, is yelling, you know, or, you know, kind of, he is yelling over all the people, you know, like, it's time to go, you know, you don't have a choice in this, um, right at this time, Rackle is, uh, finishing a song, and, um, he gives a little bow, and there's some applause throughout the, the bar, and thank you, everyone, thank you, uh, have a great night, I think I'm gonna be done for tonight, I'm getting a little worn out, fingers starting to bleed a little bit. Please, uh, you know what, uh, have a great night, um, let's see here, I will see you all maybe tomorrow. And, uh, he kind of gets off stage. Thank heavens, I thought that noise would never end. Lou! Come on! Okay, by the way, I rolled a constitution saving throw (laughs) for myself just to see if Lou could have some clarity here, and, uh, I rolled a nat 20, which ends up being a 24 for the saving throw. So Lou is still obviously very drunk, but through that has like the the moment of clarity and is like uh mm, Yes, Ben. I suppose uh it, it would probably be best if I uh, uh called it a night. It certainly would. Now pay your tab and let's go. Yes. Uh, um bartender uh, excuse me. Uh, what is my uh, what's what, what's my tab for tonight? For today, you mean? For tonight, I don't. Yes, I suppose for the day. Well, kid. Uh, let's see here. 
And uh, he looks down at an assortment of Ed kegs throughout the day and is doing the math in his head. And he's, well, um, I reckon uh, about 70, 75. I haven't had someone binge drink like you in a while. I want to know, is Ben at all shocked by this number? 75 drinks? Gold pieces. Oh, gold pieces. <laughs> But this is also a shitty backwater bar, so 75 gold pieces is a significant number of drinks. Yeah, Ben Ben is not surprised, but he is uh, ashamed (laughs) for his prince. Alright, just pay the nice bartender, and we'll go back. We'll go home. Very well, good sir. I have very much uh, appreciated my time in your establishment. It has been one that I will remember fondly. And uh, I um, I am very... Uh, All right, kid, pay up. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, I'm, v- I'm very grateful for your hospitality. Here you are. My friend, and uh, and uh, does does uh, Lou pull all this out of his his sack? Uh, yeah, he pulls out what he has on his belt. Okay, which by the way is not all of his money. I don't know if that's important to this, but so I'm gonna give him uh actually 89 gold pieces total. Okay, he kind of is is counting it and good, yeah, overcount. Oh no no no, that's for you. I just. I wanted to show my appreciation for your generous hospitality. For sure, come again anytime. In- indeed, uh, indeed. Uh, have a wonderful night. Now, Ben, if you will point me in the right direction, I do not remember where we are staying. Uh, yes, your majesty. I know. I, I mean, I know where we're staying, but I don't remember where it is. Yes, your majesty, indeed. Ben is going to lead Lou out of the bar. All right. Um, as they uh, make their way out onto the street, right behind them comes a face familiar to Lou as uh, Rackle, as he's all packed up and heading out of the bar. Ah, uh, my friend. You're uh, packing up and leaving sorely then. Yeah, I mean, I I made quite a score tonight. Uh Getting tired? No need to push yourself. Ah, uh, yes, I understand. The life of a, a traveling bard is, I'm sure, one of much uh, hardship. Ben, 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 this is uh, this is my new friend that I met today. Uh, uh, Rackle. Um, he is a bard and. A, a, a game master, it's very interesting. A keeper. Gamekeeper, I'm sorry, gamekeeper. Ah, he, so uh, you were the one making all the noise in the bar. It's a pleasure. Oh, listen, a critic, I see. Listen, Ben, your dour attitude is appreciated as always, but listen, this man, he collects games. It's, it's very interesting. Mm, I'm sure it is. Uh, you seem like you played a couple hands in your day. Maybe. 
maybe not. What's it to you? Oh, nothing but piquing my interest, that's all. I, as your good friend here has mentioned, I live and die for games playing and keeping. Hmm. Well, have you ever heard of a little game called Yonkers? Yonkers? Uh, yeah, 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 it's a card game from the West, right? Played on the shore. Aye. Maritime. Lou's gonna lean over to Ben's ear. Ben, challenge him as the pirate lady. She's so much better at this. I... Pirate lady, now my interest... That was a whisper, sir! Now my interest truly is peak. Sir, sir, that was a whisper. Call <laughs> <laughs> it what you will. That most definitely was not a whisper to anybody's ears but yours. Well, sir, I must establish that my friend here is very drunk. Indeed. So, he's probably talking out of his ass at this point. But, yes, Yonkers is a fun game. I'm glad you've heard of it. Anyways, uh, congratulations on making so much money on what apparently passes as music these days. Uh, I bid you good night. I must help the prince retire for the night. Sure, sure. You must be his uh, attendant servant, then? Uh, servant, no. I just work for his father. Right. He is an attaché. <laughs> the attaché to the royal prince. Sure. He is very helpful in matters of uh, statecraft. On occasion, I surmise. Interesting. Well... Of course, I, I bid you both uh, good night. Uh, I'll be seeing you. Oh, all right. Well, then I surmise we shall and see you later. He starts walking in the same direction as you. You know, usually when you bid adieu, you don't travel in the same direction. Just piece of formality in case you're not quite <laughs> well. my new friend, I'm just heading out of town. I... I'm staying at the hotel right on the edge. Oh, how <laughs> lovely. Um, do pardon us a second. Uh, I believe we need to make a rest stop. I think the prince needs to use the restroom. Uh, good night. And Ben is going to lead Lou off to the side to, like, an alleyway. Ben, ben what is this all about? Listen. My, your Highness, I do not trust that man within an inch of my life. I mean, he seems a little bit slippery, I suppose. Mm. He seems too interested in our affairs for my tastes. And he also happens to be going not only the same direction as us, but to the same establishment. I mean, I did think he was a little uh, too involved, but I, mean, I don't know. Well, while we're here, I'm sure you probably haven't remembered to use the restroom within the past few hours, so you might as well actually go while we're here. Besides, that'll give us more time to distance ourselves from it. That way, uh, we don't arrive at the hotel at the same time. Mm, yes, Ben. I know you're being somewhat snarky, and... Uh, it is not true. I did, in fact, use the restroom at the... Uh, 
at the slippery fish. However, uh, you are correct. I do need to pee very much. So, if you could just uh, take a few paces that way, of I will. Of course, Your Majesty. Yes, thank you. <laughs> of course, Your Majesty. You can pee in the cell. <laughs> 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 Alright. So this is a win. Not, <laughs> not Ozzy. Calm down. We now cut back to Kroll. Um, as he makes his way up the river. With his pukey buddy. Towards the dam. Oh god, I forgot about the thing. <laughs> the vomit bud. Oh my god. As we get closer, um... Let's uh, roll a perception and investigation. Perception and investigation. Right, perception. Came here to look. Is a 13. Investigation is a 19. Alright. As Kroll gets closer. Oh, uh, can I also get an arcane check? Yeah. Why not? I got a critical fail. Right. What a shock. Um, right when I need it. Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. As Kroll gets closer to the dam, he sees the same thing that Ben did, um, the, the same construction, and he, as he gets closer, he is able to note that there indeed are a plethora of inscriptions and um, stone workings and different kinds of tinkerings and inscribing put into these stones. Some of it is metal bits and bobs added, some of it is etching in the stone, other is charcoal or um, some other kind of dye rubbed into the stone. Um, but he definitely is able to note that, you know, there's something going on here that he's not quite sure what it all is for, um, but he doesn't feel anything. Yeah, so Kroll, though he's intrigued by all of these markings, he doesn't quite um, know exactly what they are for. Um, he, he gets the inkling that, you know, from other scribe, you know, kind of etching and stuff, he gets the feeling that's for something magical, um, like what he had heard from Ben, but he doesn't feel anything, um, isn't getting any kind of magical reading off this stone. Right, alright, he's gonna make a mental note of the runes and such he saw, and then he's gonna... He he thinks it'd be best if he uh, talked to um, Silver or through Ben to Silver and see what readings he was getting and maybe make a connection via their their combined notes. You know, as he turns around to leave, he he's gonna look at the slime thing. And he's gonna be like, "Hey, you know what? I'm sad. I'm gonna call you Ferbert. 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 F e r b e r t. Shouldn't end up with a U. That way, but ironic." But this gross-ass, slimy fucking thing that creeps me out is named Furbert. Okay. Um, and uh, as as Carl says this, he kind of wiggles a little bit in his hand. I'm going to have to eat and drink more and throw more up and build him up into a thing. <laughs> build him into an army <laughs> worthy of Mordor. You know what? I kind of like you. Let's go introduce you to everyone else. <laughs> Is that corn? <laughs> Is that corn floating in him? <laughs> so, Kroll heads back down the river towards the gate, um, holding his new friend, Ferbert, and um, we're gonna, we'll leave it there. We have um, Kroll walking down the river. 
We've got Ben and, uh, yeah, we got Ben and Lou in an alleyway, and Raven is taking a nap. 